everyone. Welcome back to Street Wisdom. Our effort to convert wisdom to street level application. Uh, I have a very interesting, diplomatically correct word, interesting uh, topic to discuss this time. Um, probability is not equal to predictability. This is a conversation I've had multiple times with people, and here I said it again. Um, I have debated, argued, challenged people on this point. And today I'm going to record this podcast to share my perspective, but also in the future, just save my breath so that I can send people this podcast. So um, let's just take a bit of time and understand probability and predictability are two separate terms. Probability means that there is a past trend which tells me that because this happened in the past, there is a probability of this happening in the future. And predictability tells me the ability to predict the future. It's it's not just historical data. It could be criteria-based as well. And probability and predictability are not the same thing. Uh, I'm sure uh, even if you do not like football or follow football, the fact that FIFA is in news and we know that the World Cup is happening, everybody's reading the news. So we do know that Saudi Arabia won the match against Argentina, right? And now let's look at this analysis and use this as an example uh, to understand what I'm trying to say as well. So Saudi Arabia is 51st on the FIFA rankings, 5-1, 51st on the FIFA rankings. Argentina is 3rd. Coming into the World Cup, Argentina had the third best chance of winning the World Cup only behind Brazil and France. Argentina had a 10.5% chance of winning the title and Saudi Arabia had a 0.06% chance. This is all about probability. So Argentina was 175 times more likely to win the title than Saudi Arabia as per probability. In fact, Perform's AI model gave Argentina 87% chance of advancing to the knockout stage. Saudi Arabia was the second least likely team of all 32 teams in the group stage, only ahead of Costa Rica. So um, I'm not even getting into the numbers they had for Messi as this is his possibly last World Cup. And um, there is data around how many matches he's won. And if he did a goal in the first half, then what was the probability, et cetera, et cetera. So you know that uh, the advantage that we have today with technology is that we can, at the click of the button, pick up old trends, feed them into the system, and it keeps giving us probability numbers. Now, uh, I'm not against probability, but I 
I just want to be sure that we understand that probability is not equal to predictability. And a lot of times people start to state these as interchangeable words and they are not. Now, obviously, credit to Saudi Arabia. They had an innovative 4-4-1-1 formation. They were great at their defensive play late in the fixture that saved the day for them. And we can say so many other things happened. I also do believe they actually played like the two underdogs and they had nothing to lose, right? And maybe Argentina did walk into the field with a tad bit of overconfidence. And who would blame them? I'm sure even in the locker rooms and with the coaches, the probability of them winning was discussed. Now, here's let's take a pause and just think about probability. So what does probability say? So probability says that if there were 100 matches played, Argentina would win 87. And how do we know that? We know that because of past data. Right. And we've used data to build a trend. But the point is, there weren't 100 matches played. There was only one match. And there were 87 times that effort uh, or probability that Argentina could have won. And 13% that maybe Saudi Arabia could have won. And we played the match only once. And this is, you know, obviously I'm picking up something right now, which is very topical. And if you're going to hear this much later, um, maybe this is not going to make as much context to you. So let's take another example. Let's talk about weather. When you hear the weather or see the weather in your app and it says 30% chance of rain tomorrow, do you carry your umbrella with you? Because let's understand what is it saying? What does that mean? It means that if the exact situation was observed by the weather department in their past records, in 100 of such situations, 30 times it rained the next day. But the point is tomorrow is not going to happen 100 times, right? It's going to happen only once. And... You know, these statements are using what we call inferential statistics. They look at the frequency of an event that has occurred in the past and use it as an inference to apply it to the future. Now, based on the fact that 30 out of the past 100 times, I've seen this pattern, it rained the next day. I'm inferring that out of the next 100 times I see this pattern, it will rain on the day following 30 times. Given that I see the pattern today, there is a 30% chance that this is one of the days when I see a pattern, it rains the next day. No meteorologist said this ever, right? Because... It doesn't matter. <laughs> and in fact, even mathematicians argue about this. Specifically, frequentists insist that probabilities apply 
only to events like flipping a coin. You know, it's an event that you can repeat extensively. It's the ad infinitum in the theory. So there, the point is that, you know, if, if it's about a coin toss, I can do 100 coin tosses and 50% chance it's going to be heads and 50% chance it's going to be tails. But if it's an event that I cannot repeat hundreds of times, there is going to be that event only once. Is probability the right thing to look at? And if you are interested in this, and after all that I've spoken about this, if you want to read more with data, um, there is a book called The Signal and the Noise by Nate Silver. That's my absolute favorite. So go pick that up. Now, let me bring this conversation of probability and predictability back home to sales because that's where it impacts our world and that's where I rant about this often. Um, as we build our sales workflows and funnels, specifically now that we've started to use CRMs uh, as like the key part of our sales tech stack, at each stage of the funnel, we give it a probability. Remember, it is a probability. So if I have an opportunity at proposed stage in my funnel, and it says that uh, opportunity at proposed stage is at a 50% probability, what it says is that in the past, if you gave 100 customers a proposal, you win 50 of those, right? That's exactly what it's saying. That's probability. Now, why is it important to understand that we cannot play this game of probability only? Is because if, if I am a sales leader and I have to bet on which of those opportunities am I going to invest resources um, so that I can keep my cost of customer acquisition low and have a good forecast accuracy. Then I need to look at predictability. Now, you know, so if it said that at proposed stage, you have a 50% probability of winning a deal. My question is, which 50? If there are 100 opportunities at proposed stage, and as a team, maybe we have 100 opportunities there, which of those 50 is going to win? That is predictability. And I just see that we are not focusing much on that. Now, Again, bringing it home to sales, predictability is looking forward and then looking at actions that the customer does and actions that I as a seller do that move me in the direction of winning that deal. So, for example, if before submitting a proposal, I have had a meeting with the economic buyer he or she has shared their solution image with me. And then I have built the proposal, a proposal that fits their expectations. I will have a better chance at winning that deal 
So predictability of me winning that proposal at the proposed stage is not the same as another proposal that's sitting at the proposal stage where maybe I got an RFP and I submitted a proposal and I don't know anybody in the customer organization. Now, as a sales leader, do you want to know the difference between those two opportunities? And this is where I keep saying this, I think in literally every podcast, I do not worry about artificial intelligence. I worry about human stupidity. Because remember, technology is working on labels and the labels and the data we put under them. It's not the other way around, right? So you you don't fit data, you don't fit fit label into a data, but (laughs) you be careful about the labels you want to have. What do you want to track? What are you looking at? And technology will allow you to do that. So. Take an example, another example. If I can work with my user buyer and technical buyer and I co-create the solution and then because we all sat down and co-created this solution, um, I could predict the budget, the pricing. They understand my time, effort required to deliver on this solution there is going to be little or no negotiation and I will have the best chance of winning this. So my predictability of winning the deal gets better when I know and engage with all my key stakeholders in an opportunity. That's about predictability. That's where your strategy comes into play. This is not a game of probability. So the point that I'm making here is that if my customer is invested in working with me, as much as I am invested in providing them my best solution and offer, I can predict my win with more accuracy than just playing the probability game. Traditional methods relied more on probability, but now as our customers evolve and get smarter at buying, We as sellers and sales leaders need to get more effective and efficient in building matrix that enable us to predict our wins. Gone are the days when we could be cowboy salespeople where you could pull your pitch gun and shoot at your prospects and just out of sheer probability, it would hit some. And that's why we are seeing cold outreach, be it over calls, be it emails, Uh, be it walking into people's offices, if they are even in office, has very low conversion today. And we need to be aware of that. We live in a volatile economy where attention is our biggest issue, right? So now if I can get attention of my customer, I need to ensure I can give the best return on that attention when I have it. It's nice to know probability through past trends and I have nothing against probability. I kind of want to keep saying that again and again. However, what is important is for us to define criteria that builds predictability of outcomes. 
So going back to that match or any football match for that matter, looking at a past trend and saying there is 80% chance of somebody winning the match is okay. But what is going to give you predictability is looking at who's in the team. What form are they in? How have they been doing in the practice sessions? How are they feeling about this? Right, Because a lot of those factors are going to help us determine the predictability of outcomes. So my kind of big request to all of you listening to this podcast is do not confuse probability with predictability. In our times today, we need to build in criteria that will help us understand predictability better and that's going to make us also bring in matrix into our business that build stronger profitable businesses um it seems like a play of words and it seems like i'm playing with two p words there and they sound so similar but really look at the definitions of those two words in english they are two separate words probability is not equal to predictability and if you keep if you want to keep hearing <laughs> me talk about such topics and if this brings value to you go ahead and like the podcast so that you keep getting alerts every time i post a new episode keep listening and keep selling take care